0: Hi everybody. Thank you for choosing Your Longevity Lifestyle, the podcast where we have real conversations about real ways you can live longer, healthier, and more in flow. Today we're in the entrepreneur's arena where we dedicate a few minutes to the entrepreneurial journey and the specific issues that arise. This episode started life as a blog as pretty much all of my podcasts do for two reasons. Number one, I'm a writer, so I have to get the thoughts out of my head and onto paper before I can truly process them. And number two, my blog predates my podcast by over 10 years. So to set the scene for today's theme, I wrote this blog post while sitting on my sister's enclosed veranda of a Georgian-style house built in the 1830s, which sits amid massive trees looking out over the water. Just imagine that for a minute. It was sheer bliss. But the prior two weeks, not so much. You see, I had been helping my sister move cross-country, and at the outset of this adventure, I imagined myself writing along the way and taking pictures and enjoying life in typical blogger style. Well, I was vastly wrong. That was the first time I had sat down to put pen to paper in the entirety of those two weeks. And while it was a vacation for me, moving isn't a break from anything. but. What I want to share with you today is that my sister made it look so super easy. The kind of ease that only comes from massive preparation and a super rigid structure. Let me tell you a little bit about my sister. She is super efficient. She came pre-programmed to look at life, compartmentalize, alphabetize, and organize it. She had a map of the orderly junk under her bed when she was in middle school. I'm not kidding. She was so super organized. She just had this brain that needed to see patterns and have everything in its place. She also came from the era where pen and paper was king. So for this particular move, and actually as I learned all of her prior ones, Instead of entering all of her moving data in an elaborate spreadsheet, she created, collected, and compiled it, punched three holes in it, and placed it in a binder, complete with, get this, section labels, page protectors, and a boldly printed title on the spine. Is this like 80s or what? This is awesome. Her label maker is her best friend. So... All right, back to the story. Let's be honest, I haven't moved very much. And the get a truck and haul all your stuff across the country kind of move, I've never done that. And this wasn't your normal move either. It was what they called PCS in the military permanent change of station. I think that's what it means. These can happen on any time frame, I would imagine but hers happened because of who she is on a super tight schedule. She was out one week and in the next. Get this, like out one week from one coast and into her house on the other coast the next week. So this whole process took me by massive surprise. It was the very definition of stress. The sheer number of balls my sister had to keep blissfully suspended in air would have sent me running for cover. But she, and her neatly labeled binder, one pink steno pad and pen for daily notes, two phones and a laptop, juggled those balls like a pro. And I guess you could say she is a pro. She has been at this PCSing thing every two years for the last, well, Lots of years. So as I stood in awe of the process, I could see how, minus even one element of this elaborate mix of organizational tools, the whole thing could have burst apart. And what's more, at any point along the way, overwhelm could have descended upon and claimed my sister's sanity. Okay, now back to this very moment. I have a confession to make. I have never been organized. Next to my sister, I look and feel like chaos in motion. It is with painstaking effort that I have added the little drip of structure to my life that now exists. In fact, right now I am sitting in the midst of a very chaotic office. So why would I write a blog post... Or, do a podcast on organization. And here's why. Because I am an absolute pro at managing chaos. And I'm actually pretty good at helping my clients focus in on their areas of disarray and add a bit of order. You see, when I work with people to ditch their overwhelm, there's always an element of confusion that can be addressed with simple structure. What I've noticed is that when we reach for loftier goals, our baseline personal habits have to reach and stretch too. What might have worked in the initial phases of our entrepreneurial endeavors is no longer effective when we strive for that next level of success. Even my big sister went from sketched maps of junk under her bed to binders and stenos and electronics. She went from just needing to find an old project from physical science to shuffling a three-bedroom house worth of stuff, a transcontinental road trip, the cutoff and setup of associated services, all while fielding questions from the job she left, as well as the job she would take on. So in honor of my sister's stellar organizational skills, here are today's thoughts. Overwhelm is a complex mixture of mental and physical elements. One of the ways that it takes hold is when we level up unequally. We take on more tasks, create more things, serve more people, and generally widen the scope of our lives without powering up the skills that made us the masters of level one. So I'd like to share with you today the process I use with my clients to level up their organizational skills and downgrade their overwhelm. So first of all, we look at the big picture. So step number one is assess. What is your baseline level of organization? How do we do this? Well, we get up right now and go to your sock drawer. Seriously, you stop listening, or you take me with you, and you go to your sock drawer. Is it the one that's half open with fuzzy multicolored fabric squished out the cracks? Or maybe all that multicolor is neatly folded and divided into a pleasing array of rainbow colors. All right, go ahead and close the drawer. No one needs to know but you but do make a note of it. Next, we're going to look at your game. All right? So step number two is your game. We take a look at your life, both your business and your personal life. How much have you upped your game in the last six months? Or the last 12? Have you taken on new projects, put new ideas into motion, added new people, learned a new skill or a craft? Just make a note of everything that you've done that comes to mind, that you've started, that has upped your game. And I'm talking your needle movers. These are the things that the new projects that you've started, the new clients that you've taken on, the new people that you're helping. So write all of those things down. And then, don't stop there, we go straight on to step three, where we look at your future. I know that all of the things that you have started aren't everything that's in your mind. So we want to look at what's next. What are the next big projects that you want to take on? Who are the new clients that you want? Who are the new people that you want to connect with? And what about all of that learning that you want to do? What are the new skills that you want to add to your tool belt? Write all of those down and then move on to step four. And this is the big part. This is the key. We're going to compare. Where does your organizational level sit in relation to your game? What steps have you taken in the last six to 12 months to improve your order in your business and personal life? How much time do you schedule to maintain the structure of your life? And how about when you add in your plans for the future, how will you up your game to accommodate them? So here's the key. If you find a deficit in your organizational level, no matter where it is, this will contribute to your current overwhelm. So once you give that kind of a go and and really take a look at those first four steps, then we're going to look at the solutions. What do we do? So before we looked at the big picture... Now we're going to get up close. So here are the steps. Number one, what is organized? What is the most orderly part of your life? Is it your schedule? Your calendar? Your kid's lunchbox? Maybe it's your sock drawer. Then next, we look at what's not organized. Where are you the least structured Do you have a catch-all room in your house, a junk drawer in your desk, or are all of your days free for all? Now, there's absolutely no judgment in these. It's super important that you are honest with where your level of organization is and where it's not. Because the next thing we do is we want to equalize. If you're super organized with your appointments, but can't remember the last time you did laundry, bring your laundry a bit up to speed, not all at once, but take the next step to equalize where you're organized and where you're not, because this will help you up your game without leaving important bits of your life behind. I mean, like, all right, it can be argued that laundry is not all that important, but if you don't have all the clothes you want to wear to that super important meeting, then you are shooting yourself in the foot as far as your business goes or the rest of your life goes. So let's look at why we do this. If you're super organized where it counts, but prefer to toss the rest of the winds, take a moment to think about how your mind works. Your mind sees patterns, and it's constantly looking for safety. If one part of your life is an absolute mess, this is where your mind will constantly return. Not altogether, but kind of like multitasking, it will consistently return to those unfinished things because they're a threat. So this process is like a tug of war that runs in the background. And this tug of war steals your energy and focus from your now without you even realizing it. So those important things that you're doing to get to your future aren't going to be as effective So overall, it's about balance. On a macro level, it benefits us to keep our organizational skills as fine-tuned and ready as our life and business skills. On a micro level, the more balanced we are, the less chaos creeps in to steal our energy and time. And when we have energy and time, then we combat overwhelm at the source. So that's just a little bit of my perspective on organization and how it combats overwhelm. And I have to say that because the story I told you in the beginning, I am not stellar at this, but I'm working on it, which is why I feel you if you're not super organized. And I appreciate you if you've listened all the way to the end. So happy organization and have an absolutely fantastic day. Bye-bye.